acting like I'm in the studio. I know, like it's just so, so, so smooth. I'm you about know? to record a hot track right now. <laughs> About to lay some bars down what right What you know quick. about that, Unc? <laughs> From that old school, you know I know. It's the Conversation Podcast. I am A.V. And it's your boy, Lenny Bree. Back at it again like we never left. Yep, you know how it goes, Big Unc. How your week been? Man, it's been good. I have no complaints. I'm blessed. Fantastic week for me. How about yourself? You know it. Highly favored, Big Unc. Highly I like favored. I like, can I order that? Highly flavored. <laughs> what kind of flavor is that? Oh, you said favor. I said favor. I got you. I thought you said flavor. I said, what kind of flavors are you serving, man? <laughs> Let me get in on it. One of the hot topics that's been going around this past week is about relationship, which is nothing new. Everybody loves to build real love. And relationship expert and advisor, author, Tony Gaston talked about the difference between standards and preferences. Because, you know, we all got them. Big Unc, you know he was dropping bombs. He dropped major bombs, and here's what he had to say about it. Well, you have to separate the two, the preferences from the standards. And what you have to realize is that your standards are rooted in morals and values, mm-hmm. and your preferences are the likes and dislikes. So a lot of women say, you know, six foot, six pack, six figure. And a lot of guys may look and say, well, her butt has to be like this. She has to be this complexion. And so we're looking at the preferences, but when you get down to the standard, you know, does this person get high? Are they getting drunk? Do they gamble? What is their character? When you make a person's character be their currency, when you realize a lot of broke people are rich and a lot of rich people are flat broke. When you build from that space, you're building real love. It's building real love, nephew. Uh, I'm telling you, to be honest, like, I just, I, I feel like I've learned a lot about that, even though I'm still young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, I like the way that he says preferences and standards. Mm. There's no better way to describe it, right. you know what I'm saying? Because when you think about it, as he broke it down, preferences about what you like, what you dislike. And I told you about when we were growing up in south side of Houston, Texas, there was this preference that we had of light-complexed women. Right. We... We used to call them was yellow bone. Oh, man. And so if she wasn't, as we described it, a yellow bone, we didn't want to date her. Right. Now, we weren't thinking about the standards, the moral compass. We weren't thinking about, you know, whether she had some uh, some boundaries. We were just thinking she's light complex. We like her. She's Your a preference. yellow bone. Yeah. It's preference. a preference. And sometimes that gets us in trouble. Right. You know, the likes and dislikes because it's it's surface stuff, so to speak. True. I mean, we all have what we like. You know, you like you like what you like, but it's got to be something more deeper than that. No, I, and I definitely feel that like most of my like dating relationship history, it was all about preference. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, looking at a girl wanting to brag about how good she looks. Definitely. And not necessarily her character. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then. I think what luckily happened to me is I just happened, God just happened to lead me (laughs) to a girl that was standards. You know what I'm saying? I felt her character and that just changed my whole dynamic on relationships. I mean, we didn't end up working out. We ended up, you know, breaking up as friends because of time constraints. But I mean, when I say this girl was a totally different situation. Now she was, don't get me wrong, she was beautiful, but she wasn't the type that, you know what I'm saying, you see at the club dancing, dancing on everybody, you Mm -hmm. know, drinking, turning up. And, and and there was something about the way that she treated me, the way that she, like, the kindness she had in her heart. Yeah. And it changed my, I haven't been in a relationship since her. Yeah. It's like a measuring stick for you. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, my first time of running into, let's just say, standards. 
Mm-hmm. I dated this young lady, and she invited me to the house. And here's my mentality. You know, you're going over. You're thinking, man, that's cool. I'm going to the house. Yeah. So, you know, there's probably some stuff in the habit. <laughs> yeah. And when I knocked on the door, she came and opened the door. And when she shut the door, well, actually, when she opened the door, she ran upstairs. And I'm thinking, like, whoa, oh. man. <laughs> you know. She I'm, in a hurry. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And then the door shut by itself. So I thought. But come to find out, her daddy was standing behind uh, the door. <laughs> and so what that said to me is, son, sit down. You're about to find out the standards of this household. For real. And the standards that set for my daughter. And so I understood from that moment on that there were going to be some boundaries, mm-hmm. that there were some morals and values in this household. And if you want to date my daughter, as he so eloquently explained to me over the next 15 to 20 minutes, Man. yeah, you're going to, son, you're going to understand that this is my treasure and you're going to treat her like that. Right. And that's one of the big aspects of it. Unc. If you have a daughter and, and you know, you're a man, you can determine whether that woman has character or whether she's getting guys because of their preference towards yeah. her. And and uh, similar to that situation, that dude, same same girl, her dad sat down and talked to me for, I, I don't even know how long. <laughs> then he got up, he's like, I'm gonna go walk the dog. Yeah. I want you to come with right. me. Right. And man, I was like, man, he was dropping sauce on me. Yeah. I was like, okay. But it's a different level of respect that you have for that person. Truth. And I can tell by the passion in which you talk about her that she left some uh, imprints on your mind. Man. After, I mean, like, after, you know, it takes somebody to come into your life for you to realize the difference between preference and character. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, that my whole life before leading up to that point, it was all about preference. It was like, how good does she look? What does she look like in, in you know, them jeans? Like, right. what, what is yeah. she, what is, what's the body looking like? And then finally, you know, got with her, and it was just like, she opened up my mind to a whole nother aspect mm-hmm. of relationships that I didn't even know about. Because when you think about preference, we think about it from the standpoint it's it's a person's object. It's a person's desire. Right. So when I think about what I prefer, it's the object of my desire. It's what I'm basically longing for. Like Tony said, long hair. We grew up, we like long hair. Mm-hmm. We like girl to have a you know, big butt because we down south. Right. You know, we're thinking of, oh, yeah, you know, she... She she has to, you know, a natural face for me. I didn't like, at the time, I didn't like, you know, women being covered up in a bunch of makeup. I just wanted you to have just this natural Yeah, that beauty. natural beauty. Yeah, so you find long hair, pretty face, nice in the waist, and I'm thinking, this is a good relationship. How shallow <laughs> was that at the time? I'm thinking, like, this is, this is what determines a good relationship because I'm choosing from my desire. In other words, I'm basically choosing from my lust. Right. Now, like you said, there's nothing wrong with you wanting an attractive person. Of course, we all want somebody to be, we got to be attracted to the person that we're looking at. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it can't solely be based upon just my desire to have somebody that's pretty. Because what happens once we the looks start to change? Right. Right, right. Everything just starts to fall apart. You can't just keep chasing your, like you said, you can't chase the preference because if you keep chasing these expectations that you have for her, she's going to end up letting you down. Mm -hmm. Like at the long run, because what happens whenever somebody that she prefers comes around? Right. She doesn't have the character, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, to stick with you. Right, yeah. When she got somebody she prefers. She's making preference decisions based upon her preference. So, (laughs) preference, and sometimes preference is not loyal. Right. 
Preference does not determine loyalty, but what does is character. If she got that character and you know she gonna stick by her side, then you have something that's way more valuable than a girl that you can just hang off your arm. Do you think so many people today are dating based upon their preference then? Is it a situation? Because, man, preference, like I said, it's about desire. So that means I'm really with you fulfilling the desire that yes. I have. Like there is no, like you said, there are no boundaries set. So if something, once I reach my goal or my object or whatever it is, my objective for this particular relationship, because there are no boundaries or because I don't have any major investment in it, I'm prone to just walk away at any moment. I'm telling you. And in the society we live in nowadays, especially people my age, mm-hmm. it's all about preference because what do you see on Instagram? What do you see on TV? It's just about beauty. Mm-hmm. It's about being like this this feminine energy, this aura that shit they got. It's, right. it's, it's never about like, oh, I'm going to find a girl because I want to fall in love. It's like, I need this girl to be my shoddy on Instagram so mm-hmm. I can flex. You know, mm-hmm. like I can take pictures with her. And that's what matters you want people to think that you have this beautiful woman and you're living this amazing lifestyle and you achieve this much but in reality you know somebody with bad character then you just bragging about trash you know what I'm saying and you're gonna find out eventually especially if you're the person who really has some invested in the relationship and you're really thinking at it from the terms of oh I probably could be with them for the long run I'm telling you and that person is just they just chose you off of what they preferred they will get you, Unc. When I say there was this one girl I was talking to, man, and I pre- when I say I preferred her, yeah, I preferred her, Unc. yeah, yeah. And uh, I was taking her out on dates, man. I'm thinking I'm gonna make her my girl. Right. I'm thinking we gonna be we gonna make some shake. Yes. And at the end of it, you know, I ended up spending maybe like a thousand dollars on her in total, and she turned around and she had a preference for somebody, somebody else. else, yeah, and, and straight dipped out right. on me, right, with no regrets, right. no regrets. <laughs> and and that's the thing I think about a lot of times when we get into the preference because sometimes depending on the situation and what the person can present to you sometimes we get so enamored or caught up with that that we never sit down and say all right what is our long-term goal i've been in relationships like that no not one from the far distance from now uh was in a relationship where like everything was good at the beginning but it was it was it turned into what have you done for me lately kind of situation or what can you offer me kind of situation if i don't feel that you can still offer these particular things anymore moving in a new direction because what preference does preference cannot put up with your issues True. or your mistakes True. or it cannot put up with your for a better choice of words it cannot put up with what is deemed as your handicaps your weaknesses right 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 it doesn't want to because it's i'm here for this particular object or desire i'm here for this particular situation so if you don't live up to this moral standard right now then I'm not going to be with you. Exactly. It's temporary. A good relationship does not keep score. You can't just be like, oh, I did all this for you, so in return I expect you to do all this for me. Right. It has to be you doing stuff because you want this person to be happy. You're doing it purely to make them happy or because you love them, and that's how a true relationship is supposed to be. And then you won't get caught up in all that, oh, I expect this from you, because you can't, you can't just keep expecting something from somebody forever. You have to you have to build with that person to the point where even if, you have, if you've been in, sick in bed, you haven't been able to do anything for them for months, that they're still standing by your side taking care of you because they just want to see you happy they want to show you that love because they love you one of the things i love that tony talked about was standards you know i like to call it principles right you know we got to make sure that we're choosing the principles over our preference and not our preference over the principle because what happens is like a good principle if you out of line there's going to be some repercussions and consequences for it 
for you being against the boundaries or the laws that are set in order. And what we're dealing with today is a lot of people don't have good morals and values. Mm. Mm. Man, that's so true, Big Unk. Like, um, for instance, a girl will go out uh, just for the attention of men, not necessarily seeking out somebody with good intentions mm-hmm. for them. And that's how people get so they get caught up and they get used for yeah. what they what, for what they have on the outside. Same thing with guys. You know what I'm saying? They go out looking for a girl, trying to show off all this stuff that they got, not necessarily sh- showing a girl what kind of man they are, mm-hmm. what kind of principles they hold, but they're trying to enamor them with, oh, look at my car, look at my money, my watch, you know what I'm saying? And it gets to a point where they just, that you get used. That's how you just throw yourself out there like bait, just yeah. to be eaten by the fish. And a lot of people, you know, it's birthed out of the relationships that you've either witnessed or have not witnessed. Right. And what I mean by that, sometimes, you know, I come from a divorce home. You know, my mom and dad got divorced. I think I was probably at the time about four years old, somewhere in the four or five years old. So I come from a home where my mom really, for the rest of her life, lived the single life. Mm-hmm. My dad ended up getting married a couple of times after that. And still married to this day. So I'm looking at two different perspectives when it comes to relationship. And so because I'm looking at it from my mom's perspective, I'm cool with dating, but I'm really not trying to commit. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, because I've been in this household as a single parent household, I'm cool with just, we can date. Right. But if we really talking about a serious long-term commitment, I'm probably, as the young AV, I'm probably not going to be here for the long run. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know, because I'm built upon what I what I see. Exactly. Now, now I know how to treat you uh, uh, like a, a woman, a queen, because my mama demanded respect. Exactly. So here's the morals and values that I have. You know, I'm going to treat you right, take care of you, take, you know, treat you treat you like a queen, take you out, do what I need to do, and I'm going to love you. But because I'm coming out of this, and it's not an excuse, but it was just the reality of where I was because I was coming out of this broken situation, my long-term commitment it's not happening. I'm telling you. Same same year. So I came from the same type of situation. And uh, for a long part of my life, I was like, come Like my mom had taught me, you know, treat a woman like like you said, like right. a queen. Yeah. Take care of her, show her respect. For a long time, I'm like, man, all these girls I go, I try to t- take them out, show them like a good time, try to treat them right. And they keep playing me. And, yeah. it, and then I realize it's because I was searching for my preference, yeah. not for my character. If I was searching for a girl with character, yeah. she would have she liked the fact that I was taking care of her. She would have yeah wanted to be treated like a queen she would have said okay this dude is doing right by me yeah but the women that i was looking for to treat like that yeah. weren't the women whose character want to be treated like yeah. that yeah because i mean it's a powerful thing like i love how he said your character is your currency hmm. so i'm really bankrupt because i'm not <laughs> trying to build a relationship off of the good character the morals and the values i'm trying to build it off my preference right and in some situations we try to build it off of our lust exactly so morals and values because notice when you're building it off of your lust or you're building it just solely off of your preference morals and values mean nothing to you right it becomes objective yeah it becomes all about uh the physical needs and it, it is now there's no emotional ties to it it's just and that's how jealousy comes right you know you get those bad feelings and you and you don't like this person texting others it's because the relationship is not built out of trust it's built out of lust so in them situations you know what i'm saying mm. it's it's just a totally 
physical thing where she could be traded for anything, yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. her spirit is yours. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, well, the thing I love about characters because when you especially you talk about it from the uh, a spiritual aspect, it's a measurement. It's a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a morals and values. It sets a measurement that when you come into my life, I'm trying to see. Yeah, okay, if you are you trying to get me to violate my principles, right? You know, or, or hire you with with the things that that I believe in wholeheartedly. Are you trying to get me to walk away from those? So I have my boundary set. I have a measurement tool that I'm using for me, especially in yourself as well truth. as believers. There's there's truth. So we're trying to measure the morals and values to make sure we're going in the right direction. Because I like a lot of my friends, and I, 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 I joke, and I think we talked about this the last, our last previous podcast, was all of my friends are married. Mm-hmm. Even the ones, my, my best friends, three best, best friends that I had, three close friends, all of married. And I, I thought I would be married for every last one of them. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm at the end of the road now. Right. But what I noticed is... That in their relationships that all of them had, the women that they married made them level up. Yes. That is exactly yeah. So these morals and, and values, if you're going to be in my life, we got to be able to understand that character is going to be the most valuable thing that we have. Because a good character goes a long way. It's more valuable than gold or silver. So if your character is right, then I know that this relationship is not saying that you're perfect. But you have some morals and values and standards that we're going to hold on to that's going to help us to make this relationship successful because we're going to put the work in. Truth. And a lot of, you know, if you don't look at it like that, then you end up compromising. Oh, yeah. It's it's cool to compromise on small things. But if you compromise in this woman's whole personality because of your preferences, because you want her so bad, then you end up getting disappointed because you made all these compromises Mm -hmm. and you don't have anything to show for it at the end. It's just this physical relationship. Like I said, we see even in the music industry. So many times I was talking to some people just the other day. I said, man, what when your character is your currency, it will help you to keep from selling out, man, for what you want. Because and what I mean by it is sometimes and we saw this with one of the, the previous little documentaries that they have of people selling out themselves, their children just for success. Like I'm willing because I prefer to work with you yeah. to set my morals and values to the side. Right. And that's where it expands. You know, preference and character is not just in relationships. It's in everyday life. Life, yeah. If you choose to follow your preferences over what your character really is, then you're going to end up in those situations where you're selling yourself mm. for what you want. And at the end of the if you stay strong to your character mm-hmm. and, you, and you really want that that bad, you're going to chase that. And that's in your character character to grind and to chase that you'll get it in the end yeah you'll get it it's gonna take more work yeah and it takes time right because what distinguishes you from everybody else because when you talk about fame and you talk about being famous right you know like like god told abraham i'm going to make you know i'm gonna make you you great make your name great god was telling him basically i'm gonna make you famous but how i make you famous is i'm gonna distinguish you from everybody else so leave your family and your friends and go to a place that i show you and he says when i show you where you're going when you obey me that's gonna make you famous now we talk about abraham's name generations later because god made him famous but a lot of times we want other people to help make us famous false gods right False God. People we see who already have it, and we ask them for the famous. Yeah. Asking the right people. For that right people. Right person. But you are distinguished, and it goes back to what you just said. There's this distinguished gift in you, this distinguished calling in you 
There's this distinguished uh, uh, power that's at work in you, and you're willing to, because of your preference, right? Sell that out. Sell that out for physical powers. In the in the, in the physical world, yeah. Forget about forget about what you were given. You want to get it from somebody else rather than your your Almighty Lord that mm-hmm. that has bestowed it upon you. You're gonna give that away because you think that it'll be faster to get it from a human being. Because the qualities, character is about qualities. Man. It's about being distinctive. Losing. Yeah, it's about it's about your mindset. It should be different. And when people come to you, especially in relationships, you know, people always say, well, what do you bring to the table? I bring the table. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I bring the table. Right. Bring to the table. I bring the table. So here's a set of this is how we're going to enjoy and enjoy life and enjoy this relationship because I'm not going to come in blindly based upon my desires. Because it gets to a point where you should mature. Yes. In relationships where you should really know what you will and won't accept at this particular point in your life. Because I'm I'm 48, you and you what early 20s. 21. Yeah. So it's a major gap. So there's 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 a generational gap between oh, yeah. you and I and the thought process and the mindset that people have that can be different, but the morals and the values should be the same. Now right. we may go at it differently, but the morals and the values at the end of the day, character is still the most important currency that we have. Exactly, exactly. And and then what happens, you know what I'm saying, people lose sight of all that. They ended up, like, you know, you'll end up chasing a relationship just because you want to be in one. Woo. And you won't be in a relationship about building each other. Like, a good relationship, you should have somebody that wants you, like you said, to level up. Mm-hmm. You, when you get together, you should want to be a greater person. You shouldn't, shouldn't be somebody that is hindering your character. Right. Yeah, especially not yourself. You shouldn't even be into your own character yeah. or just be willing to to to, to bend over, right. you know, <laughs> your moral and values to make and wind up getting yourself screwed out of what you know is right to do. What is dating like, especially in your age group? Because you're 21 years old. What is dating dating like for, for, for you, for so, your generation? So one thing that has happened, I think, to all of the people in my generation is we've lost sight because of social media. We've lost sight of going up to someone saying, hey, like, can I take you out for coffee? People get nervous about that. Not just women, men, too. Men don't know how to say that. And women don't know how to react when that's presented upon them. Unless they see something that's in their preferences, they're not going to throw that chance out there because they fear this social interaction because they get everything from this phone. So what happens is, you know, companies and and the big and big business try to take advantage of that mm-hmm. and they make all these dating apps you see people on tinder and, yeah. and, and bumble all these weird dating apps and what you do is you just you're literally looking at somebody's picture and you're saying do i like this this is yeah. my preference yeah and you, if you're not i'm gonna swipe them away yeah okay now i'm looking at another face oh, i don't like the way they look swipe away it doesn't matter about yeah. their character yeah you're looking directly at a picture of them right. to decide if you want to give them a if you want to go on a date with them yeah and it was crazy because in my generation we were growing up that would be taboo the whole thought of online dating yeah you know the whole thought of we had the song from roger Trotman and zap computer love that whole thing was like man i'm not doing that <laughs> you know because we come from a generation where your parents would pick up the phone and tell you to get off of it because you were on the phone so long yeah we come from a generation and we communicated with each other by actually talking to each other face to face yeah and so if if we did have what they call a blind date if you just want to compare that to computer love or compare that to online dating today somebody may have been trying to set you up with somebody and you talk to them on the phone but he Eventually, we're going to meet. Right. You know, so that was as close as we came to it until technology changed that. But the whole on.
online dating thing was taboo because I wanted to get to know you, to see you, to hear your voice, you know, to, to spend time with you, to feel you out, to see if this is something that I like. But I know today's time is different. People build relationships off text messages. I'm telling you, off of text messages, man, look, people will literally not see, they won't go to each other's house. They won't see each right. other in person for, for months until they actually decide like, hey, we're going to date. We're going to go out somewhere. They'll just be texting back and forth, back and forth. And that will be the determining factor of whether or not you like that person. And they say. But how can you determine that, though? You just from text. I mean, how, how is it possible? Because there's no mind, no feelings connected to it. I mean, I'm really. I mean, I know people can fool you day to day being around each other as well. You know, it's the whole hypocrisy thing. I understand that. But but at least I can look in your eyes. I'm I can gauge you. I can't do that over a text message. Through text messaging, man, I literally I will have guy friends sitting down next to me asking me, what do I tell this girl? Now, now this girl, she's falling for me. She's not falling for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you what to tell her. Yeah, yeah. She don't yeah. even like you. She, she, she don't know you. Because <laughs> these are my thoughts. This, right. This right. Is, yeah, this, this is my mindset. This this is what I would say to her. Exactly. And, and they, yeah. they, they say uh, the, with the millennial generation and the generation after that, the z they say that they're having 85% less relationships occur. Right. And when you look at it, that's why, because mm-hmm. it's all fake. Nothing is legitimate. Nothing is real. You, you're you literally talking to a fake person half the time. You're talking to somebody. People stay like we're uh, we're we're stuck living with our parents until we're 30s mm-hmm. in our 30s. Like nobody wants to bring people over. Nobody wants to spend time with people because we live in this generation where yeah. everything is so fast. It's got to be given to me now. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's, that's the difference because, you know, we were taught you got to work for it. Right. Patience. You know, yeah. You have to put in the time because we saw our parents like that. You know, they, they, they were hard workers. They go to work in the morning, come home late in the evening time and still spend quality time with the family because you had to have, you know, you had to eat together. You right. do your homework, you know, you watch certain programs and then you go into sleep uh, outside of the spiritual aspect that was put into the family as well. But other than that, there was this sense of community or this sense of communion and fellowship that we had to have. Now, like you said, if people are getting to know each other, it's several months before somebody can even come to your house or to even meet your, your people. Because like I said, with the young lady I dated, it was like, yeah, you can come to my house, but yeah. you're going to meet my daddy. All right. First day. Yeah. Yeah, you you gonna know you gonna meet somebody, if, especially if we're if we're in what is called a relationship. You're gonna meet my family, you're gonna meet my friends, and and this is use nephew as a safeguard because mama could look at you and tell he's probably yeah. he's probably not about it. Now you may have still tried to sneak around and date him, but <laughs> but mama or daddy will be like, no, nah. you know your cousins or people around be like, no, nah. truth, yeah, you know, that auntie, doesn't happen. Yeah, auntie will say no, nah, uh, Lenny. Uh, she's not the one. Right. They could tell straight off the bat. But but nowadays, that is taboo. Like, you don't want, if a, if you're talking to a girl, you don't want her to show you. It's like, what? We've been talking two months. You're trying to met me, let me meet your parents? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's weird. What? Are we trying to get married? Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. not a normal thing. <laughs> no, no. It, it's, it was attached to us like that back in the days, too. It's like, no, no, <laughs> don't move too fast because we're not trying to, yeah, we're not trying to get married. We're just dating right now. Don't put no pressure on me. Right. Yeah, because you go around the family reunion or go over their house and somebody be saying, you know, ooh, I sure want some grandkids. And that be translation. <laughs> ooh, y'all need 
get the product started. When y'all get married, y'all been dating for a year, two years, and it's like, whoa. Right, right. Speeding things up. Nah. Yeah. Over here, that 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 does not happen, man. I'm telling you, it's sneaky. If if I'm going to a girl's house, her parents are not home. That's the yeah. thing. And that's and that's that's but but that's a disrespect factor to right. the parents. Yeah. If you're going over there sneaking, sneaking in, yeah. man, that is an man, issue. We, we grew up like that a lot of days. We were hoping they're not home. Because you call them like, hey, so especially if it's like summertime, you're calling and like, your mama going to work. <laughs> okay, we're going to come over there. You know, and you don't want to go by, you don't want to go by yourself all the time because you think, well, if their mama come home or daddy come home. Right, it's just uh, you. It's going to be a major issue. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of guys were like that. We look, we look for that opportunity to say, hey, nobody's home. We coming. Right. And like you said, it's a sign of disrespect. And you gotta, and we even have to teach our kids that hey, because you have morals and values, you can't have them sneaking in here. Mm-hmm. And that's that goes back to character. Yeah, but I mean, even nowadays, it's hard to find that happening. Oof. And and you know, people brag about all the stuff that they're doing, but in reality, you know, a dude can tell me, oh man, I'm talking to this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. Like I'm 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 talking to them. But in reality, he's texting them back and forth on a, on a just like an hourly basis. People people have gotten to the point where it's like when I text you, you got to wait at least an hour before you get a text back or else yeah. I'm, I'm being too pushy. Right. And it's like you're di- you're distancing the communication. Yeah, yeah. You're making it like you're making it to the point where you're trying to make it last long. Making right. it, it's making it last. It takes so much longer for you to get to know that person mm-hmm. because she'll text you, hey, and you're like, oh, well, I can't respond immediately. Yeah, yeah, hey, because I want us to look desperate. Yeah, yeah. So you text yeah. her an hour later. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because we, we did that with the phone calls. Like, let them call you. <laughs> and then when they call you, it's just, hey, man, I'll call you back. Oh, yeah, you know, man. just, but but you, the sad part is, like you said, you want to talk to them. Yeah. But but society and has, its preference has told you, man, don't be on the phone with them all the time. I'm telling you. Yeah, and you got yourself going outside of who you are Fighting trying to please other people. Fighting your nature. trying to Yeah, trying to impl- uh, impress somebody else. And that is not how it works. But the issue is that's what society thinks. And if I'm texting a girl, even if I do want to be myself, even if I'm like, I don't care, I'm going to text yeah. her, yeah. I'm gonna text her back ASAP. Like, I didn't, get with you if I, I didn't get with you to play all these games. Right. I mean, I understood that I wanted to be with you, so I'm making every effort to be with you. Right. You and know, when I start talking to a girl, I'm straight up about it. I'm yeah. like, look, I'm not finna play all the texting back and forth games. If you want to talk, we can FaceTime. Like, right. That's that's how I, I'd like to FaceTime girls. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of dudes and a lot of. And girls that's a whole another reality to FaceTime. Oh, that's FaceTime. Another subject. Yeah. Oh, that's man. Another, yeah, yeah. Yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> I don't think I've ever probably I've used FaceTime on my phone, nephew, probably three or four times. Oh, at the most. FaceTime is so <laughs> awkward, on I know. It's when I say you'll FaceTime a girl <laughs> and she'll be trying to get the right angle. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. She'll be having her forehead in the camera like, yeah. oh, yeah, just talking to you. I can't see you. I, yeah. I'm only looking at your forehead. Oh, well, I yeah. look bad right now. Like, yeah. In real life, it wouldn't yeah, be like that. It wouldn't that. be like that. Hey, if I come over, I'm used to you now. Right. So I pretty much know how you are. Right. You know, I've been around you. And that was one thing back in the days you couldn't hide. Because a lot of times, especially we were dating in our teenage and early 20s, a lot of a lot of girls didn't wear makeup. So you just saw them for what they were. Exactly. It's like, okay, girl, stop hiding from me. That goes all the way back to preferences. Yeah. We're building our whole relationship around preferences. Yeah. I want you to see me in a certain way so that I meet your preferences. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Likes and dislikes, morals and values. What's the most important one? Man. How can we build real love? I'll tell you this. 
I'll tell you this, Unc. That one girl I was telling you about earlier, way back at the beginning, um, I the first time I ever the first time I ever talked to her, she she had hit me up on Instagram or whatever, and I said, you know what, let's let's go like to a park or something. Yeah. And I'm just walking down this park with her. We walk up, we're just talking mm-hmm. the whole time. We're just walking and talking about our lives. We ended up sitting on a hill for about four or five hours, and we're just talking. And that was the that was we connected so much more during that talk than mm-hmm. I have ever connected yeah, with man. any other girl just by just talking to her. Just I, I trust my spiritual discernment. Some would would call it this is this is your consciousness. Yeah, I trust that that like you said, if we get back to the basic foundation of communication, number one, right? Uh, quality time because we got to have that. We got to have communion of fellowship with each other we need to be able not only to talk but we need to be able to spend some time around each other so we can fill each other out and like we said at the beginning you got to have the morals and values and then we've got to have objective for it so true like where are we going with this Mm. you know and a lot of times we don't put a definite because and if we and if we're playing just say hey we're just in this relationship we just kicking it. This is just games. Yeah. We just enjoying each other. So that the other person, because you coming in from the pre- preference realm, the other person is not stuck, you know, with their standards coming to the relationship. And here you are with your preference coming to the relationship. And so the other person is not deceived because they understand that their character is their currency mm-hmm. and they really come to make a deposit in this relationship and they don't want to be led astray. So you got to make sure that, hey, let your character be your currency and Use your standards, not your preference. I mean, you can get a beauty queen, but got to have more than just a pretty face. So true, huh? Got to have more than just a pretty face. the sauce on them. It's the conversation, man. I know you guys enjoyed this today. This was powerful. Ugh. You can share your comments with us as well. You can follow me on Instagram at AV on TV and Radio and Anthony Valerie on Facebook as well. My man, Lenny, how can oh, I keep yeah. up with you? You got me on Instagram at L-E-N-N-Y-B-R-I, or you can hit me on Twitter, any other social media platform you use. Yeah, man. It's been great, bro. Conversation. Podcast AV. Big Lenny Bree. Y'all keep the conversation going, baby. We out. Out.